0: Oh, Mama zoom Luna and Hello, everybody. This is Gerald Salenti. Appear Up in Uptown Kingstown, New York, on Progressive Radio Network, which Trends this week, and some wild trends, well, they're always wild out there. And of course, the big talk going on the last couple of weeks, trade wars, trade wars, trade wars, how long have they been saying this? Eh, only about since the day Trump got elected. Trade wars, and what have we been saying? Trade wars aren't moving the markets. Eh, yeah, temporarily, a little bit. <clears throat> I mean, the markets just opened this year up. It's one of the highest in 50 years, global markets. You know, trade wars, what trade war? Hey, you see the numbers that just came out uh, last week? Ah, the US deficit climbed to $50 billion. $50 billion. We even got Bernie now. Yep, that socialist saying Trump's not tough enough with NAFTA. He got to live by his campaign promises, B.S. Bernie says. Trade is going to be a major issue in the presidential reality show. And it's right in front of us. Trade. Trade is not moving the markets. If it was, the markets would have not hit an all-time high, the S&P 500 and NASDAQ, back in April. Hey, April, wow, that's ancient history, isn't it? I mean, after all, that was 15 days ago. 15 days ago. So, Fifteen days ago, the markets were at an all-time high. But I thought this trade war thing's been going on now for three years. How could the markets be there? I'll tell you why, because trade wars have nothing to do with anything. Very minor with the numbers that they're talking about. There's going to be a deal made. Who would do business under these conditions? Nobody. Nobody, nowhere, no how, no way... Would they do it? Because why would anybody get in business with someone that's only making money and you're losing money? Does it make any sense? Uh, Of course not. But that's what the media is. Nonsense. And that's why you subscribe to the Trends Journal. TrendsJournal.com and That's why you tune into Progressive Radio Network to get the real news and not the garbage that they're shoving down our throats. I'll give you an example. This is front page story from the toilet paper of record. Hackers so discord. Nope, not that one. Ah, where was it? Oh, it was a story about how you can't believe all this negative information about 5G technology. This is the New York Times. And they're saying that Russians, because of RT, Russia Today, which I used to be on all the time, they got a little cold, so excuse me in between sips of mint tea and a little coughing. I used to be on RT all the time, and RT's done a whole big um, issue on the negative effects from 5G technology. But they're blaming it on the Russians, that there's nothing wrong with 5G technology. This whole story ignores facts, not a peep about the facts, no scientific facts. We did in our April Trends Journal, excuse me, yeah, um, a whole series on 5G dangers. The government 5G wireless industry perpetrates scientific fraud. One story after another, 5G technology, a lesson in how elites control and conquer. One fact after another, and this is done by Peter Tocci, our expert in this field. And I can assure you the Russians didn't pay us to do this. Nor did the Russians pay the people in Brussels not to put up 5G technology towers because they're concerned about them. But it goes back to tariffs. How they are selling one story after another without facts to substantiate it. One after another. So the Wall Street Journal ran this story, meteorologists worry 5G expansion could interfere with weather forecasts. We reported on this last week. They just ran it yesterday. We do a podcast, uh, Trend Vision 2020. So if you want to stay on top of our trends, you may consider tuning into our Trend Vision 2020 podcast, me and Doug Grunther. Doug's a real pro, open-minded guy, looks at the facts, not tied into any belief systems. So, I would ask the New York Times, the toilet paper of record, was the Wall Street Journal bought off by Russia for writing this story? Scientists warned the FCC's plan would substantially impact the accuracy of weather forecasts huge to gauge risks from hurricanes, tornadoes, and other severe weather. And let's go back to the markets. Hey, the Dow today was down 190 points, but it's up 20. Ah, as Trump delays auto tariffs. Well, yes, but we know the reason why the Dow was down because retail sales declined in April as Americans cut back on spending. And you know why Americans cut back on spending? Because they don't have much money. Could they figure that one out? One third of American middle class can't afford $400 surprise expense. Well, the Russians must have written that. Oh, no. Let's see. One third of American middle class adults couldn't afford a $400 surprise expense and some 6% also couldn't manage such a cost even by borrowing money or selling something. According to what left wing organization wrote this? Oh, the soon to be published Federal Reserve Survey. Yeah. People got no money. U.S. credit card delinquency rates rising, particularly among the young. About 8.1% of credit card balances held by people 18 to 29 were delinquent by 90 days or more in the first quarter of the year. You ready for this? The highest share since the first quarter of 2011. No, tariffs aren't bringing down the markets They hit an all-time high. What brings the markets up is very simple. Number one, ladies and gentlemen, and children of all ages, cheap money. That's right. Cheap money. we got a 2.5% overnight Fed rate. Nothing. Historically low. So, the gamblers... Got their monetary methadone so they could go gamble in the markets. Number two, well, part of number one, stock buybacks. Because they buy that, borrow that money for almost nothing, buy back trillion dollars worth of stocks and drive up the value of their shares. And what else? Ah, Trump's tax cuts. Yeah. That's right. Trump's tax cuts. According to the Tax Policy Center, I forgot the exact number. It's either 82 or 86% went to the 1%. And those tax deals... They allowed them to repatriate money from overseas. And what did they do with it? Stock buybacks. I mentioned that story about one-third of the middle class can't afford $400 surprise expense. You know what they call middle class? (laughs) Households, that means like four people. with earnings between forty and eighty five thousand bucks, Barely middle class, barely making ends meet. Oh, then you're gonna send your kids to school. Well you can't if you're one of those rich folks. as we're seeing, that bribes those other people to get their kids in at any price so they could go to Harvard, Princeton, Yale Stanford Harvard, Princeton, Yale bullets, bombs and banks it's one big club grow up it's what this country and every country is run by the club Car sales dropped 1.1% last month. And sales in electronics and appliance stores dropped 1.3%. So, but of course, we had a big jump in sales in March. They were up 1.7%. What does this mean? Well, it means that if the economy goes slower, you're going to see interest rates going lower because it's the election time. And Trump wants to get reelected, That's all he cares about. And he wants to see interest rates low so real estate values go up because he's in the real estate business as is his son-in-law, the Kushner family so that's what you're looking at the economy the way you see it's the way you're gonna get it stronger home sales boost builder confidence in May huh the nation's home builders are reporting a rebound in sales you know why? Hey, let's go back to December. You take a trip over there in um, California, eh? And what happened? Well, home sales plunged 20% in Southern California. You know why? Of course you do. 30-year mortgage was around... 5%. And now mortgage rates are hovering just above 4%. And trend forecast, trend forecast (laughs) next year, even maybe this year, you're going to see Mortgage rates below 4%. That's right. Below 4%. All they're interested in doing is propping up the economy. These are drug addicts whose drug is money. Things are going to slow down a little bit, but we don't see it crashing as we did back in September of
1: 2018
0: when they were going to aggressively raise interest rates. So that's what we have on the economy. And of course, if there was really a trade war, You would see gold prices soaring because that's a safe haven asset. But you're not seeing that. And the reason why is because there's no fear of any kind of collapse. So, what to invest in? Well, we don't give financial advice. If you have a house and you want to sell it, we see the market going up for at least a year and a half. You know, I was talking about the trade war. When Bernie Sanders is against the trade war, it's okay. And again, you know, as you well know, I'm no Trump fan. I find him a narcissistic freak. The only thing I agree with him on is this trade. Can't stand what he's doing in Venezuela. Hate what they're doing in Iran. Despicable what he's done to the Palestinians. And promotion of the apartheid state of Israel, as I see it. And many others do, considering the legislation that gives Jewish people superiority over the rest of the citizens, and the open-air prison that the Palestinians are locked into. So, in Gaza. So, I'm no fan of Trump's, but I totally support his stand on trade. Now, because Trump... Is for a new trade law the New York Times which is anti-Trump keeps attacking him so here's a story they did a few days ago from antiques to backpacks and Christmas lights consumers will feel the pinch the more President Trump escalates his trade war with China the more American shoppers will notice higher prices you ready? In their favorite grocery stores. That is propaganda. Only morons, imbeciles, and prostitutes, people that get paid to put out by their Washington war masters and corporate johns would throw a word in there like favorite rather than just sticking to the facts. But that's all they do now. And big box retails, don't you have your favorite big box retailers? isn't it beautiful to walk into those lovely large self storage units? That's they look. I can't go into those places. I try to avoid all of them. You know, I'm one of those older guys that remember a thing called drug stores and they were all local rather than CVS and Walgreens. the politicians sold us out and killed the antitrust acts, a thing called hardware stores before Home Depot and Lowe's. Anyway, Christmas lights, consumers will feel the pinch, backpacks, among the items that might suddenly get more expensive is outdoor gear, like travel bags, backpacks and knit fabric used in fleeced vessels. Fleeced? Yeah, you're fleecing us with this garbage. Okay, who wrote this? Jim Tankersley? Hey, Jimmy boy, how about, I know this might really sound way out beyond your comprehension, how about They still had mills in America where you were getting your knitting material. Suppose they were still making Christmas lights in America. Suppose they were still making luggage in America. Suppose they were still making electronic equipment in America. Jimmy boy! Would Americans be feeling the pinch? Jimmy! Because... Jimmy, they would then have, I know, this may sound foreign to you, jobs that would propel them into the middle class. There would be wage earners who wouldn't mind buying made in USA because they were making it and making money making it. And they wouldn't have to go to dollar stores. That didn't exist when I was a kid. We had the 5 and 10 cent store, but it was a different trip. Yeah. Jimmy. Prestitute. So all the New York Times does now is sell hate and war. We're going to talk about war in the next segment. Also, on the tariff list? A toilet paper. Yeah. You don't need to get toilet paper from overseas. You got the New York Times the toilet paper a record. Art supplies. Ceramic tiles. Windshield glass. Can you believe this? These things used to be made in America. I wonder what they call why they call it the Rust Belt. Gee, you can't figure it out. Jimmy. No, the Chinese did not steal our technology, as the politicians claim. The corporations gave it to them. Thanks to Bill Clinton, Joe Biden, and all those Republicans and Democrats that got China into the World Trade Organization so they could get it made over there with slave labor. And that's what it was back then, folks. Because when China got into the World Trade Organization, and it formally was signed in two weeks after 9-11, but got in in 2000, Only 5% of their economy, excuse me, 5% of their population was middle class. Today, 35%. And now, China's buying up the world. Their Their Belt and Road Initiative, building infrastructure all around the world, New Silk Road. One of our top trends for 2017. Follow the yellow silk road. The business of China is business. The business of America is war. Yep. So, trade war? No, it's a renegotiation. It's disgusting what's happening. And I remember, by the way, when Al Gore was on with Ross Perot Larry King show back in the day and Ross Perot warned about that great sucking sound that would suck jobs out is when they were bringing nafta in <laughs> and arrogant Gore another boy Born on third base and thought he had a home run. Daddy was senator Gore. What they kept selling is, we don't want those dirty manufacturing jobs. We're going to give you clean jobs. Yeah. And they were right. Now you can work in (laughs) factory. Nah. You can work. In a warehouse, much cleaner than factories. That's right. You Can work in a warehouse, and you know, by the time after expenses and rent and healthcare costs, you're left with sixty-two fifty a week and a hernia. It's great, great job, great job in Slave Landia. Because that's what they've turned us into. landia. All we are doing is working as slaves for the multinational interests. Anti-globalization. Wonder why it's there. Oh, I know why. It's the Russians, I tell you. The toilet paper record is selling that too. They're saying that hackers sow discord as vote looms in Europe. Front page story. Less than two weeks before pivotal elections for the European Parliament, a constellation of websites and social media accounts linked to Russia or far-right groups is spreading disinformation encouraging discord and amplifying distrust in centrist parties that have governed for decades. Distrust in centrist parties that have governed for decades, distrust in mafias, in murderers, in crooks. The Russians, it's the Russians. It's the New York Times Don't buy your toilet paper from China. You got it with the New York Times. You read this story one piece of garbage after another. One stupid line of crap fed out after another. Digital fingerprints or tactics used in previous Russian attacks, including the Kremlin's interference in the 2016 US presidential campaign. What a bunch of crap. You know how much they found? $100,000, according to the Mueller report. $100,000. You know what that's going to buy you in the digital world? You know what presence that'll give you? Nothing. But, hey, it's the toilet paper record. And the people hate the Russians. Even people that I know that I think they're half smart hate the Russians because of the toilet paper record and others. Group share servers used by the Russian hackers who attacked the Democratic National Committee? Liar! No, they didn't. No proof. Eh, but you don't need proof. Where the toilet paper record? There's no proof on who hacked into the Democratic National Committee. Yeah, so that's that. And when we get back, we're going to talk about war. It's heating up. This is it going to be a time to occupy peace? We'll be back in a. Minute or two
1: The Progressive Radio Network is a thinking person's network for our world's progressive visionaries and stakeholders and great thinkers to assemble on a commercial- free and listener-supported network. Our provocative hosts speak freely and passionately on intriguing and urgent topics such as health and news and politics and women's issues and philosophy and more that directly impact our lives. Progressive Radio Network takes chances. Our voices and ideas are not always welcomed by corporate media. So Progressive Radio Network is a very important outlet for these great thinkers.
0: I'm Dr. Peter Bregan, a psychiatrist who doesn't believe in psychiatric drugs and psychiatric diagnoses. I think they do more harm than good. And emotional problems don't come from our genetics or our chemistry, they come from our fears and our uncertainties about engaging life in
1: a loving, rational way.
0: Every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. New York time, I interview fellow pioneers in the human sciences. Call in to ask questions or share your views on 888-874-4888. To talk with me and my guests live on the air on Wednesdays, 4 to 5 p.m. New York time,
1: join me on PRN.FM.
2: It's not liberal, it's not conservative, it's progressive. The truth that empowers. Right here on PRN, the progressive radio network. Hey,
0: we're back, we're back, we're back. Progressive Radio Network, Trends This Week. And, of course, if you have any questions or answers, feel free to call 888-874-4888, 888-874-4888. So, before we get on to what else is going on, take a look at the markets. and eh, They're up a bit. They're up almost 100, they raced a 190-point drop, and now they're up about 40 points. Earl, this is the one to watch, oil prices, and that's where we're going to go. Oil prices, Brent crude is around $72 a barrel. The Trump administration, along with Israel and Saudi Arabia, continue to inflame the Iranian conflict. We could see oil prices spike to over $100 a barrel. I just mentioned how weak retail sales are this month. The more money that goes into the gas tank, the less money that goes into the cash registers. Goes into restaurants, goes into groceries. So it's also important to note that the last five recessions. The last five recessions followed spiking oil prices. Now we got a question over here. Where 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 you work? Where do I work? Up here in Kingston, New York, first capital of New York State. Yep. And right around the block or up the block, a couple of hundred feet away, the most historic four corners in America. The only place with pre-Revolutionary War stone buildings on each corner. That's right. The only place, and as good fortune would have it, we own three of them, the other's a museum. And that's where we launched Occupy Peace. Gary Null was up here for the launch back in 2015. Wow, time goes by quick, huh? 2015. And if all goes well, and it looks like it will, we'll keep you posted. We'll be doing another Occupy Peace festival. This coming year, hopefully in September, coming months. It's getting close. trying to make it happen. So anyway, that's where I work. And it's becoming the new Brooklyn. Got a great farmers' market here too.. Oof. You know, the Hudson Valley, you have know, great farms around here. This was the third Dutch settlement. They settled here because it was so rich in resources. Yeah, they raped the land, slaughtered the animals, and the, of course the Native Americans as well. I guess they were bringing freedom and democracy in those days too, huh? Never changes, does it? Oh, going back to oil prices. The Iran conflict is heating up. It was one of our top trends for 2018. Market shock, mass murder. We said that the markets would be shocked in global economies if the trend continued of the United States, Israel, and Saudi Arabia attacking Iran. And now, as you know, The Trump administration pulled out of the deal that allowed Iran to sell oil took the sanctions off and other products minerals and steel if they agreed not to produce nuclear weapons well they agreed And all of the observers agreed that they had lived by the agreement but Trump pulled out. Now Iran is in a deep recession. Ah, that noise you hear. Can't do anything about it. You hear in the background? They got a busted sewer outside and uh, (laughs) that's what they're working on it's right out front the door right outside the door let me know if it's too much for you guys and we'll uh, nothing else we could do about it if the sound is too loud so let's look what happened over the last few days. We heard about this attack on four vessels in the Gulf outside the United Arab Emirates. They don't know who did it, but they blamed it on the Iranians. U.S. says Iran likely behind ship attack. Well, that's pretty definite, isn't it? Likely? An initial U.S. assessment indicated, indicated? Could you show me proof? No, it's just an indication. Iran likely was behind the attack on two Saudi Arabian oil tankers and two other vessels damaged over the weekend near the Strait of Hormuz, a U.S. official said. Indicated and likely. Could you get away with that in court? Could you say to the judge, "Well, it's likely that this person did it," and our initial assessment indicated, "No." The assessment, while not conclusive, not conclusive, was the first suggestion by any nation that Iran was responsible for the attack and comes after a series of US warnings against aggression by Iran or its allies and proxies against military or commercial vessels in a region. So who made this indicated, non-conclusive, suggestive assessment? You know the person's name? Well, it's a U.S. official, quote, who declined to be identified. Can you believe this? Could you believe this? How about the censorship that's going on? How come they're not censoring this? There's a conspiracy theory. No. All you are supposed to do is continue to believe what the government tells you. Everybody else doesn't count. Only they do. How
2: come they're not being banned
0: by Facebook, by Twitter, by YouTube, for putting out conspiratorial information? Most people read the headline and they'll believe that Iran was responsible. Then, Saudi Arabia describes attack on oil tankers as threat to global supplies. So what does Iran do? Iran accuses U.S. of framing it for tanker sabotage to provoke conflict. Iran denies it was behind the attack on oil tankers near a strategic Persian Gulf waterway, saying Washington and its Middle East allies were attempting to frame the country. Where is the outrage about this? Where are all these democratic liberals protesting this? And then, Saudi Arabia oil pipeline damaged by drone attacks. Yep. By Houthi rebels. That's the way they put it Houthi rebels. How about murderous Saudis who've destroyed Yemen, who've created the worst humanitarian crisis on Earth, had their pipeline attacked by the people that they're murdering? Or as we used to say in the Bronx, payback's a bitch. Oh, I gotta be, I don't want anybody getting on my case. I got to be politically correct here. Payback's a bastard. Just can't say bitch, I got to say bastard. The hatred that the media is selling just like they did into the lead up of the Iraq war is clearly underway and to make it 100% clear there is no outrage that I hear and maybe you can tell me because I haven't heard it from the contestants on the Democratic side in the presidential reality show. We got Romeo from Montreal. What do you have to say, Romeo? Uh,
1: Hello, Gerald.
0: Um, You know, Gerald, I
1: think you should look at the the situation uh, now and what could be possible if uh, Tulsi Gabbard got in uh, as the president. I don't think these wars that are going on right now and these uh uh, trade sanctions and uh conflicts i mean look at ukraine one single individual got in and the whole situation about the ukraine do you hear anything no because this one person who became president is trying to change the whole situation. And he will. And in Italy, a whole new group got in, of the five star. And they're making a difference in Europe. And um, just one individual to change the whole peaceful situation. You, you, uh, if, if I could make a suggestion... Let, let's look at the trends that could be, I mean, there could be a tackling of all the student debt. There could be families protected now with child allowances from 1 to 18. I mean, there could be a dramatic changes for the better, and the whole world. I mean, now what's happening? In United Nations, the you are even afraid to go because so many of the nations feel threatened by what's going on. And What do you think, Gerald? Do you, how do you think the world will look just with a change of one person who believes in peace?
0: Well, as I often say on this show, it does not take a majority to prevail, but rather an irate, tireless minority keen on setting brush fires of freedom in the minds of men, and of course women, Samuel Adams. And one man of courage makes a majority Andrew Jackson. So I agree with you 100%. But in America and in Canada, we have no anti-establishment movements. And you mentioned Cinque Stelle over there in Italy. They also have Lega, the league, and in one country after another, there are populist movements. Again, I was mentioning earlier how the New York Times are calling these movements because people want their freedom rather than being slaves in Slavelandia through globalization. They're blaming it on Russian hackers and Russian government. So yes, I believe it can happen. And, and also talking about Tulsi Gabbard in Peace, the business of China is business. The business of America is war. I mentioned that I was in the Philippines a few weeks ago. It's being bought up by the Chinese. They're buying up major ports all around the world, building infrastructure throughout the world, putting the countries in debt, by the way. They're going to have to pay them off. China's going to be a bigger economy than the United States. We're going to look like England after World War II in probably the next 10 to 15 years. We're going way down fast if we continue to stay on this trend line. And again, as I mentioned, other than Tulsi Gabbard, where is the outrage of what America is doing in Iran, with Iran, I should say, and of course, in Venezuela, Iran and Venezuela, two countries rich in broccoli and soybeans, oil, I forgot. You think anybody care, as I kept saying, if their major export was broccoli, you think we would have invaded Iraq or Libya? So no, it's it's there's no protests going on. I don't see the fight back happening. So thank you very much, Romeo. And it's very important that we occupy peace at this time, because this is really if this war breaks out, yeah, oil prices are going to go up, and global economies are going to go down, and equity markets will crash. And it may be the beginning of World War III. Think about it. World War II was in ancient history. I was born a year after it ended. It wasn't like, you know, it was a medieval civilization. And you think of the destruction that that war caused throughout Europe and Asia, and East, Eastern Europe, what did Russians lose? 20 million people? If this war breaks out, it could be the loss of billions of people Just as it takes one man with courage to make a majority, it takes one mad man with mental illness to cause worldwide destruction. Hitler, Mussolini, and we got plenty of them right now. There are revolts going on around the world, whether it's Algeria, Sudan. Name the country, look at the crisis in Argentina interest rates is sixty percent, peso declining over 50 percent. This war breaks out. kiss the future goodbye. It's over. These are the Persians. It's not like taking out Libya or Iraq. They're not going anywhere. Israel's sitting on what? Some 400 nuclear weapons? You think they're going to nuke Iran if war breaks out? You think Iran's not going to retaliate or whoever starts it retaliates? This is a time to occupy peace. If we don't, we're going to war. Venezuela, look what's going on over there. What are we doing involving ourselves in destroying that nation? What makes the President of the United States who starts wars like Obama, Clinton, Trump now, Bush, what makes that person any different than some sick person that goes into a school and slaughters innocent people. I say Assad has to go. Gaddafi has to go. Hussein has to go. Maduro has to go. And I'll kill anybody to get rid of him. What makes that person any different than the sick person that kills people randomly With these terrible attacks that we keep seeing. What is the difference? I see none. But you know the motto of the Trends Journal. Think for yourself. And we're coming out with a new edition next week. TrendsJournal.com. TrendsJournal.com. The only magazine where you'll read history before it happens. And money back guarantee. And a discount request page if you can't. Afford it and please help us with Occupy Peace. Occupypeace.com. We need to get this moving. So, thank you for listening. Thank you, Progressive Radio Network, for all that you do. And we'll see you soon. Be back
2: next week. Bye bye.